Hi, I'm Sunny, and this is my podcast, Creator Created Creating, short and sweet mindset shifts for intentional life creation. So today I want to talk about guilt, about having when others have not. Um, And by having, I mean anything from life, meaning like in natural disasters or like anytime anything horrible happens in the world, like what what we have that those others are not having. So that can be life, like breath, life. That can be money, that can be resources, that can be safety, that can be love, that can be all manner of things. It can be success. It can be um, a feeling of acceptance and belonging. It can be anything that you feel like you have when others have not, when you are reminded, when you see that others have not, which we all see. And if you are in my field, you probably struggle with this a lot too, because this has been one of my biggest struggles over my entire life, honestly. It's not new, it's my entire life. And I, and I think that's because most, well, I have no idea what other people's experience are, but I think most people experience this on some level. And I think really empathetic or sensitive people experience it to a excruciating degree, um, which I have personally felt. So I, I don't know how other people feel, but that's how I feel. It's one of been one of my hugest struggles. So I really want and need to speak about this and to offer ways that you can deal with this. Um, and so the first thing that I want to say about this is the way that I'm going to be speaking about this today is from the perspective of you are a creator and life is mirroring your inner state. So I am not, I'm speaking to you as a spirit, as the universe. I'm speaking to that level of you in this episode. There are many things that you can do to deal with this on the purely human level. And you all are very aware of those things, right? So there are many things that you can do if I were speaking to you purely on the human level, but I am not speaking to that in this episode. In this episode, I am speaking from the perspective of a creator and creating from the inside out. Okay, so with that said, the very first thing that we should always do with any kind of suffering that arises in us is to accept that it's happening. So when you see suffering in the world, when you see horrible things happening in the world, 
the very first thing to do is even though you don't want this to be happening and even though it's not right and even though it shouldn't be happening, acceptance is the beginning of bringing love into this pain and suffering that is happening. Love is what is needed here. Love is the answer here. And all manner of answers, solutions, right ways forward are going to arise from the space of love. So, and that love always begins with acceptance, okay? So think about you. When you are hurting, when you are in a lot of pain, when you have had a huge loss, when you are suffering really bad, what is the only thing that feels good to you? Someone, something, some level of someone accepting you fully as you are in that moment in all of your pain and all of the hurt and is just there and loves you right where you are and is a loving, accepting space for everything you're feeling. And how does it feel when you know that person's not accepting you and thinks that whatever's happening to you or happening in you shouldn't be happening? How does that feel? Awful, right? You sense it. You don't actually feel safe. You don't actually feel safe to let your emotions pass through. You don't actually feel safe to cry and process it out. You don't actually feel loved and safe. You're guarded and you're kind of shoving a little bit down. Even if you are crying a little, maybe you're hiding some of it, some of the pain, because you don't feel unconditionally loved. You feel like you need to like be better or be a different way. So that's what we do. What we do to ourselves inside is what we do to the world. So when this suffering arises, when this guilt arises or this shame arises, or you see the suffering and that arises, the first thing, the entry into the divine space is acceptance. Okay, I don't want this to be happening. I don't want this to be happening, but it's happening in the world. The pain is happening. Now the pain is in me. I feel this pain in me. So acceptance enters you into that space of love. So when this happens, I want you to visualize the body of Mother Earth, right? The body of the world. The body of Mother Earth and the body of humanity is the body of you. Okay? You're not just connected. You are the world. You are humanity. You are all things because you are consciousness itself. You are the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call that. So the body of the world, the body of humanity is the body of you. And you treat the suffering of the world and humanity in the body of you. It's right here where you fix it. And you don't fix it, (laughs) but you accept it and you open to it. Just like that warm, wonderful, loving space of a person who accepts you exactly as you are, even when you are in total pain. You would want nothing less for the world, right? So acceptance is the gateway, then that's automatically takes you into love. 
acceptance takes you into love. And then once you accept and learn to love this suffering as it's appearing in you, so it's appearing in you as guilt, perhaps in this moment, but you remember when you have suffered devastating losses, maybe even abuse, pain, um, ridicule, loss of your resources, loss of your feeling of safety, been violated, like anything. You know these feelings. All of us have experienced these things to different degrees, in different ways. We all know it. We all can touch it. And when we see it out there, it's reminding us of our own feelings and our own feelings we don't want to feel. So when we learn to accept and love those things where they are arising, which isn't out there in the world, it looks like that, but it's in you, it's arising in you, and you love that as it's appearing to you now with all your whole heart and soul, as much as you can possibly muster, even though it hurts, and even though you don't want it to be there. And just... Feel into that (laughs) as much as possible. That's always the very first way and step to dealing with that. And like I said before, next natural right actions always arise from that. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But first, I want to go to the next thing, which is to also just know that all humans sometimes think, how did I get so lucky to have this incredible life? And I mean that at every level of life. Some people who have absolutely nothing look out at the world sometimes and think, how did I get so lucky to have this incredible life? And all humans also sometimes think, how did I get so unlucky to have all this horrible things happen to me. And again, every human at every level and walk of life has thought both ends of those spectrums. How did I, why do I deserve such, such beauty in this world? How do I deserve such goodness in this life when they're feeling something good in their life? Whatever that may be. And it's different things for different people. And all humans think, how did I get so unlucky to have all this horrible stuff happening? We've all been to both spectrums, and it's, it looks different ways in different times and different places for different souls, but we've all had and all have those thoughts and will think and feel those two ends of the spectrum of thoughts many, 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 many times over the course of our lifetime. It's just how our mind operates. So just know you're not alone. You're not alone in thinking, how did I get so lucky? And why are these other people not lucky? And you're also not alone in thinking, how did I get so unlucky when all these other people are super lucky? Okay, we all think these things. And we think them from wildly different realities. But they feel the same in our body. So what do we do with that when they appear in our body? We love. We accept Acceptance is the door to love. Love changes everything, everything. Love is the most powerful thing. A 
Okay, and then the next one, the next thing you can do is know that joining in the suffering does not help. But loving, even when there is suffering, always helps. And there's a difference, okay? So many of us have learned to join in the suffering, thinking that that helps, but that's not what helps. Loving and accepting, even when there is suffering, always helps. And that does not always mean that you have to do something. In fact, many times, it doesn't mean you have to do a specific thing. Just think about yourself when you've been in pain. And the people that have most helped you, think about times like that. When you've been in a lot of pain and maybe a lot of loss, and what has most helped you is someone loving and accepting you as you are, which helps you find your own ways forward. It doesn't always look like actions, but it can look like actions. And sometimes it does look like actions. So just be open, but know that joining in the suffering does not assist. And there's a difference between joining in the suffering and loving even when they're suffering. Because people think, Okay, well, if I don't join in the suffering, then I need to just be in non-suffering and push away the suffering. No, that's more pain. That's just more pain because you're already feeling the pain. You're trying to distance yourself from it. And in trying to distance yourself from it, you actually just are hanging on to it even more because you're attached to whether it's there or not. But when you detach to it not being there or not, then you know that it can come into your field and it can leave your field. And it's fine and it's going to be okay. And you can hold yourself through it because there's always going to be love and there's always going to be acceptance and you're always going to find it because you find it in you. All right. And then the next one is do what you can from where you are with what you have now. And that is going to be wildly different things for different people. So sometimes that may look like a small donation or a big donation or a prayer or a message of love or organizing community or outreach or stepping up your own personal mission in the world because you know this is an issue that you want to affect or simply recognizing that no one gets out of this game alive. I know that's that's a little rough maybe for some of you, but I think it's, an impo- it's so important for us to remember that none of us are getting out of this alive and none of us get to keep the material things that we create and have or the people that we have and the things that we have and the safety that we have. These are all things that we just temporarily are enjoying the benefit of and we can lose them We can lose them all at some point, and we will all lose it all at some point for this lifetime, for this lifetime. So the question just becomes, what do you want to do with your precious time and life and the circumstances that are in front of you right this very minute? That is a breath of fresh air to me that is empowering to me. I know death is triggering for some people and the idea and the rem- the reminder of our impermanence and the impermanence of all the things that we accumulate and even the people that are the most cherished people is just 
that's we don't want to think about that it's horrible to think about but for me the closer that i hold that to my heart the more precious and beautiful and amazing my life becomes because i take the miracle of every moment for granted less <laughs> when i remember that so i just wanted to offer that as a reminder that we can do things but also just remember that we we have our own choice with our time in front of us right now and we're all going to experience loss and death and um yeah (laughs) basically i know that's a hard pill to swallow but to me it's an absolutely liberating truth okay and then this last one that i'm going to offer you i want you to just I really want you to hear this with your heart and not with your head. And I want you to try and feel this with your gut and not with your head. Because it may be a a little bit harder to hear, kind of like that last one. But the last offering I have here is that you cannot and will not ever get to choose for or live another person's life experience. You can think about them and imagine them and empathize with them, but you cannot make choices for them and you cannot know what their choices are or why and choices that they make and their reasonings for those choices may be things that you would never understand and could never understand. But you can just accept the mystery of that and respect the mystery of that and respect that soul's life path and trust that their own innate and unfathomable wisdom knows what it's doing, even if it looks or feels horrendous to you. We cannot understand another soul's journey ever, nor can we make their choices for them, nor would they want our choices. But we all always have our own choices, our own lives to lead. That's what we're gifted with. That's our life to lead. And we all do what we can from where we are with what we have. So just trust people to do that too. Trust people's innate wisdom too. Trust their resourcefulness and connection to and God beingness themselves. There is no actual separate person, but that's the illusion here on earth. Trust that intelligence in them by trusting it in you. (laughs) Okay, because you can't trust it in them. You have to trust it in you. And when you trust it in you, you'll see it reflected in them. This and, and doing this just helps you come back to your own business and make your own choices based on what feels right to you. You can't know why you have this life that you have and another has that life that they have. We can't know that because I've, I've, you know, you and all of us, I think, have asked at some point, why do I have this life? And then they have that life. We don't know that for sure. It's a beautiful mystery of life. But you can respect every life and just accept 
and offer it love as it is here now. I believe all change for the better arises from that space of acceptance and love. All the solutions, all the answers, all the inspiration, all the resources, all manner of beauty and abundance arises from that love, from love. Just think about the ways that love has inspired tremendous resources in your own life. Think about the people you love and the things you love and how that love has generated tremendous resources of all kinds, not just money resources, but every kind of resource. Love generates endless resources. It is the most powerful thing, far more powerful than motivation by fear of loss, far more powerful than motivation by dread and guilt and shame. That does nothing but defend And there is a huge difference between the energy of defense against and creation of. So in in my world, I am working from creation of what do I want to create? Okay, I've seen the contrast of what I don't want. So what do I want to help create more of? More safety, more resources, more love, (laughs) more acceptance, more prosperity, more joy, more liberation, more freedom. What are those things for you? And how do you want to do those things? And trust that when you feel good, okay, when you're working from a place of feeling good, that is when you're going to create that. When you are feeling inspired, not motivated by fear, Motivation is driven by fear. When you're feeling inspired, trust that. So if you're feeling guilt and shame, do not work from that. Do not work from that. If you're feeling like I need to save the world energy, do not work from that. Wait until your grief passes. Feel your grief. Feel your sadness about that. Wait until it passes so that you can create from fullness because that's what you're wanting to create for others. You're not wanting to create defense and you're not wanting to create more guilt. You're not wanting to create from a feeling you don't want to create more of, basically is my point. And all of you creators know that, but we need the reminder, (laughs) especially when it comes to things as triggering as this, as suffering in the world. So we just love and accept that suffering, and we let it pass with love until we're back in in that space. Love will birth inspiration. And if it hasn't yet, don't worry. It will. Then there's just more to love. There's more to accept. That's all that means. It just means more acceptance and more love needs to happen, and that's the space you're in right now. So do that. And that inspiration will pop right up out of that, like, imagine it like this big pool, like this big, calm pool, and there's like a lot of stuff going on under the surface, and you're feeling a lot of stuff, there's a lot of stuff going on, and when that passes, like, something will just go, and it'll come, like, popping right up out of that water. And you will see it, and you will know what to do, and you will... uh 
in my case anyway, and this may be the case for a lot of you, you'll know what to do when you find yourself already doing it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, it's sometimes it's not like doesn't pop up as a plan. And I actually find that more and more these days with the way the energy is working now versus the way it was working two years ago. The, the way the energy works now is like, it's not necessarily going to pop up as a plan. Like it's going to pop up as something that you just do. And you actually don't recognize it until after you're already doing it. Oh, that's how natural it is. That's how intuitive it is. That It will just come out of that space. You don't have to worry about what you're going to do. You don't have to worry about what plan you're going to put into action. It will put itself into action from that space of love. I cannot stress that enough because your mind doesn't want to trust it. And every single time you feel pain, your mind isn't going to want to trust it because your mind's going to go into survival and it's not going to trust that that's going to be enough. It's not going to trust that love's going to be enough. It's not going to trust that you can give yourself time. It's not going to because it's reacting in a survival brain mode. And that's okay. You can do, use your toolbox of tools to remind yourself that it's safe to be in that space and bring acceptance and love even to that. So bring acceptance and love to the survival brain. Oh, oh, I see. You're not feeling safe. Oh, you think nothing's ever going to happen again. Oh, you think I'm going to be frozen in this forever. Oh, you think I'm never going to do something again. Oh, you think I need to do something right now from this energy or I'm never going to do anything at all or Oh, you think if I feel this, I'll never stop feeling this. It won't pass. Oh, I see. Okay, I understand why you believe that. But I'm just here to assure you that it's going to be okay. It is going to pass. Love is more than enough. It's not just enough. It's the answer to every problem you have. Every solution, every resource will pop out of that love. Trust me. (laughs) <laughs> I just kind of speak to my speak to my um mental mind, ego mind that way sometimes and it's really helpful. So, that's what I have to offer you today about how I process my own guilt about having when others have not. I hope these reminders were helpful to you again as a reminder um from the space of a creator, from the space of being a creator. And I trust that if you're here, you know that already. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear if you have other ways of of, um, dealing with this, approaching this. Feel free to ask any questions you might have about it or share your feedback with me at sunnychapman.com forward slash ask. Oh, and one final one that I just wanted to offer as well is that I also remember that when I'm thinking, when I'm having guilt about having what others have not, I remember that others have something that I have not. When I have something others have not, there are always others who have something that I have not. And I don't get to even know what that is. Even if it seems like I might have certain things, they have other things I don't have in plenty. They have things in plenty that I don't have. And that could be things like a certain way of being 
a certain aspect of their personality or their character, a certain thing in their life that I've never experienced or known. That's a strength. That's this amazing talent that I know nothing about or this amazing way of seeing things that I know nothing about or experiences that I know nothing about. So everyone has something. And when we honor what those things are, then we honor ourselves and we honor each other. And that's the upliftment of all of us. So if you're, that's my final last, last offering there is when you're feeling guilt about having when others have not, remember that others have things that you do not as well. And that is the perfect, beautiful puzzle of the play of life. And if you're not thinking of yourself Again, as purely human, when I'm saying this, I'm not talking to the purely human you. I'm talking talking to the soul of you, the spirit of you, which is the spirit and soul of all things. And every little human piece is the perfect part of the puzzle that we will never fully understand the magnitude importance and impact of in each being and the role that they play in this divine infinite play of all things so i just want to leave that last final nugget all right i'll see you guys next time bye thanks for joining me today and if you'd like to find out more about me and my work you can find me at sunnychapman.com